Let's hear a Disney Channel podcast. Do, 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 do you want to hear a Disney, Disney Channel, Channel podcast? podcast. <laughs> Let's hear a Disney, a Disney Channel, Channel podcast. podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We are here. Woo! Hi, everyone. So do you remember all of those times when we would be doing our podcast and then we're like, what if we just changed to being a Disney Channel original movie podcast? And then we kikied about it. And then we did it. And now we're here. <laughs> and now we're here. <laughs> so. Hello. Welcome to Disney, Disney Deviants. Wow. Wow. The next installment in the Deviants universe. Um, my name wow. is Adesa Moko. And my name is Tayo Shoko. And thank you so much for joining us here um, yes. as we discuss our first Disney Channel original movie. Woo! Wow. Oh my gosh. Wow. And it's the first ever one, too. You know, I, I, I said that ever. and I looked it up, but now I'm like having doubts. You know what I mean? Like, um, I looked it up and everything, and now I'm like, but what if I was wrong? <laughs> Someone help. Someone send 20, help. We watched 2021. it. 2021. The self doubt starts early. <laughs> Off to such a wonderful start. Did we or did we not do the the first ever Disney Channel movie? Who knows? Who knows? But I'm I'm pretty sure, according to the Wikipedia, because there's a difference between like Disney Channel premiere films and Disney Channel original movies. Yes. So, um, this is the first Disney Channel original movie. Woo! Okay, so we did it. We did it right, y'all. We did it right. We doubted ourselves. We really doubted ourselves, but you know what? We're going to come correct. Yes, and we will be leaving the doubts on January 6th, 2021. That's where we, yes. that's where the doubts will be left, all right? Yes. Um, so, uh, just so you, you know, today we will be discussing Under Wraps, Eight. the 1997 Seven. Seven, yes. uh, classic. Um, yeah. 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 No. So this is one of the ones that neither of us have actually watched because Mm -hmm. I think on the list, the first Disney Channel original movie that I've seen is Brink. And that's two later. Like, you know what I mean? It goes under wraps. Oh my God. That was only two later? Exactly. Yes. So we literally just barely missed it. Like, just. We did. Yeah. Just barely missed it. Okay. Wow. I didn't realize that Brink was that early. I thought Brink came much later. That's what I'm saying. Like, there's some of these on this list that I was like, I was three when this came out. Yes. And, like, the thing, too, is uh, Textual Deviant listeners already know this. I grew up in Nigeria. I didn't know American TV until 2005. All right? (laughs) So the fact that I knew Brink, but I didn't know under wraps, boggles the mind. Boggles. Boggles it. (laughs) Like, it just is it's not making sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, we are going to get off um, on the right foot here. Uh, we're changing some things up a little bit. Um, since neither of us have watched this movie, <laughs> or like, yeah, li- literally neither of us watched this movie. We're just going to skip right on to our uh, description. No, not description. What do we call it? Synopsis. Our synopsis, yes, of Our course. Synopsis. Yes, of course. Of the movie. And, and this time, you know, we're, we're switching it up a little bit, all right? We're just going to give each other 30 seconds because, mm-hmm. you know, we were really wasting time, all right? Wasting so. time. 
And these are not films. Mm-mm, they're not films by any means. So they do not need a minute per person. <laughs> Ex- like, like <laughs> nothing has ever perfectly described the word movie as Disney Channel original <laughs> movies. Like, it's in the name. It's in the name. Truly. Okay, I'm setting my timer now. I'm not as nervous about this because if I ruin the description, it's not like uh, the the big movie police people are going to come after me. <laughs> Which is what would have happened. It's the house of mouse themselves. Deviance. It's the house yes, of yes, mouse yes. will come for mouse. you. I'm going to get a knock at like two o'clock in the morning. And they're going to be like, <laughs> what? You said that they were 12 and under wraps. And then their heads are going to explode. Right. <laughs> okay. You want to start or should I start? I can start. Okay. Okay, so Under Wraps is a movie about these three kids um, who discover a mummy in the basement of their neighbor who's the worst neighbor in the world, right? So the neighbor dies, and um, so they break into his house to see, you know, what the fuck was going on up in there? And so they discovered a mummy in the basement, and at first they're scared of the mummy, but then they realize that the mummy is actually a really nice mummy, and so they decide to, like, befriend the mummy, but then... They find out that these bad guys are trying to take the mummy. Oh my god, 30 seconds is no time at all. No time at all. (laughs) Oh, okay. So basically, they find out that these people are trying to take the mummy, and one of them is their presumably dead neighbor, because I guess they want to sell the mummy because the mummy is valuable. I actually don't quite know what they wanted to do with that mummy. But at any rate, they steal the mummy. They're holding him captive and then the kids come in and save him along with um, Bruce, who is like the owner of some magic and like horror shop. And um, they have to put the mummy back in his sarcophagus um, because he is in love with, uh, because he wants to go back. What? (laughs) You see what I'm saying? 30 seconds is no time. We played ourselves. But honestly, we're committing. We're committing. Honestly, we're going to talk about everything anyway. Right. Through... You know, through this, through this, through, okay, through these kids. <laughs> and honestly, having wa- never like watched this movie, watching this movie for the first time as an adult, this movie was freaking adorable. It was enjoyable. I wait. One of my notes was literally, "Why am I enjoying this?" <laughs> yes, I was why like, am I like, enjoying like, this movie? Like, because, because, okay, here's what I fully expected to happen as we go back into our childhood phase. I expected to watch these movies, being like, "Ooh, this is kind of garbage," but this it's nostalgic rough. garbage, you know? Yeah. But like, why did this movie give us horror? Give us hijinks? Give us romance? Give us like, <laughs> like it gave us like? Listen, I said horror, and, and for it to be the first one to. I'm, I really was expecting it to be trash. Thank you. Straight trash. Thank you. It was enjoyable. The The child actors were good. Good. They were, they were good child like, actors. Listen. They were also actually children. They were. They were mm-hmm. children. Take notes, Percy Jackson. Be watching. Right. Yeah. No. Like, like seriously, this movie gave us... Like, and it switched so effortlessly. Like, the switch from horror movie to, mm-hmm. like, oh, well, this is just a goofy little movie where we're hiding our little friend mommy. It's so fast <laughs> and, like, but it's so seamless, you know? It, it didn't is. feel... <laughs> Who would have thought that we would have started off this podcast like this? I was straight up ready to roast something. Thank you. I was ready to roast, and they said, not today. Not today. Not today. Mm-mm. Um... <laughs> The first line that I have written down from this movie, though. So, okay, this is what happened. This movie starts off with a fake movie. 
And I thought it was really the movie. Same. So I was concerned because the acting was terrible. Awful. Awful. And then when I went, when they, you realize that they're just watching a movie at a movie theater, I was like, oh, thank God. Because that was such bad acting. I wasn't going to be able to make it through all And then the kids, like, as soon as we find out that it was like a movie within the movie, the two kids that were in the movie we were watching were so good. Yes. Like. So good. And I said that I am, um, I am Marshall. And then my best friend, Hannah, from high school is, um, she is Gilbert because she hated watching horror movies. Aww. So she would like, mm, mm, mm. Can I say one thing really quickly, though, about this movie uh-huh. within a movie? What? You just know that dad was pissed when his son, when his, like, the wife was like, oh, can he just spend one more night? He goes, no, no. <laughs> I was like, no. The way he said it, so forceful. I said, this man is really trying to get it in. This kid has been cock blocking him. This kid has been cock blocking right. him. You're right. I was like, hold on. <laughs> I didn't even, like, I didn't even think about it like that. I, was, I just was like, why is he so mad? <laughs> I said the same thing, but I was like, uh, uh-uh, no. this little twerp has been cock blocking him. And so he thinks that, like, once this kid goes to bed in his own bed will finally like and honestly his wife is tired probably you know what i mean so she's yes. like yeah come on over yeah, come in we're not doing come in anyway. <laughs> so usually we start by like breaking we break down the movie via characters but this movie all three of those characters were together yeah seven mm-hmm. like the only thing that was weird is that like Amy, okay, so there's something weird about the way this movie introduces characters. People will come on into a scene who you have never seen before, and people will just start talking to them like they've been there the entire time. As is right and just. But then they'll, but then you're like, wait, but who is this person to you? And then you find out through the movie, as in real life, okay? Except for, <laughs> except for Leonard. Is Leonard a neighbor? Is he someone's little brother? <laughs> who true. is Leonard? That's true. I literally kept asking, who is Leonard? You know what's funny, too, is I feel like all of these side characters feel like they sort of fit into a future Disney Channel, like, or, like, just movie that's from the Disney realm, because Leonard is a little boy on his bike, right? Yes. He feels like he's in that movie with, like, the baseball and the dogs where they, like, hit the... Yes, Sandlot. Yes, he feels like he was from Sandlot. He feels like like a Sandlot character. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. But but he's never introduced. He's never explained why or how they know him. He is he the neighbor's kid? Is he someone's brother? I don't know who he is, and they don't either. But honestly, <laughs> he be looking and that's all we need him to do. Amy's name we did not get until two scenes in oh. to her being into the movie. I was like, who is this girl? Because she really just popped up on the screen and they did not say her name. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, that's odd. And that was the only thing that I have to say about this movie that was really odd for me. They were just bringing in characters and not saying people's names and just being like, we know this person, so therefore you will know this person. I was like, I actually don't. I need it to be spelled out for me. That's fair, yeah. (laughs) And I think one more thing in kind of the Amy realm that kind of rubbed me a little bit the wrong way is how, like, she didn't dress in an oversexualized way, but the dialogue that was, like... That they were giving her. Directed, especially directed towards her as well. Like, like whenever she was like, I sleep in the nude. Mm-hmm. Or, like, she said something about a bra, and the boys were like, what? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, she was supposed to be, like, the hot, mysterious girl. And I was like, these are children. 
Thank you. These are children. Um, and then there was a part, there was actually a part in the movie that I don't know when exactly it happened, but Amy said, oh, there was this guy that, it was when Amy was at her locker and that guy from school was trying to hit on her. And she was like, go away and like, you know, chase him away. And then they were like, why did you do that? And she said, um, I like he watched the new Mary Kate and Ashley movie the other day. Twice. And they were like, twice, right? And then they were like, and she was like, I can't like, I can't be seen with like someone who's that not manly or something like that. Something like that, yeah. And I, I before she said that, when she sent him away, I was like, ooh, we stand and uh and a not aggressive, but assertive. assertive mm-hmm. We stand an assertive queen. Mm-hmm. And then she immediately followed it up by being like, it's it's not manly to have watched the Mary Kate and Ashley movie. And I said, okay, and I take back everything I just wrote. Yes. Um, So that was that. She was a weird character, but I think it was also just a product of the, this movie's a product of the 90s. There were guns in this movie. What other Disney Channel original movie has ever had guns in it? See, I really feel like that's not why it's, like, that's why it's not on Disney Plus. You know what I mean? Because there are certain Disney Channel original movies that we are going to have to hunt down ourselves. Because yes. the House of Mouse said, this is too mature. This is too mature. <laughs> Kids were growing up different yes. in the 90s. <laughs> yes. <laughs> when he brought that gun out, I was like, oh. It made me feel like in Lemonade Mouth when she said her dad was in jail. And I was like, oh. <laughs> 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 On Disney Channel? On Disney Channel? <laughs> okay. I'm getting pitchy tonight, y'all. Okay. Um. Also, by the way, I watched this movie, I watched the first half in the hour between my two classes today, and then I watched the last half after my last class of the day. So that's where we're coming from right now. Um, I'm doing this for you. For you. For you. But also all of you listeners. But also we played ourselves by waiting until two hours before it should be uploaded to the Oh yes, we did. (laughs) You're not. We we know. We did it. Um, um, so I, I, yes. I, listen, this is something that I really, I, I will say it again. This is something that I really applaud these filmmakers for pulling off was the shift in the type of movie we were watching. Mm-hmm. So effortless because we were really, truly in a little like goosebump moment, goosebumps moment. Yes. You know what I mean? When the movie started mm-hmm. and like, and they were, they were doing that goosebumps moment justice, right? With a little yes. sprinkle of comedy in there. Like whenever the mummy goes to the bathroom, Oh my gosh. I said, this man did not. First of all, I was talking to myself throughout this whole movie. I said, this mummy did not just stop to go to the bathroom. How yes. did he in the bathroom? And then those kids were really just standing there waiting for him to get out of the bathroom. Right. I said, what y'all doing? Get out right. of here. Get out. Get out. Also, how he used the bathroom. <laughs> right. How with does what, he keep with eating what penis? Right. With, with what penis? And with how what is bladder? he like, like, and I love how they're like, we, we, no heartbeat or whatever. Then how is, why does he need How's to he eat? eat, pee, drink, food? What, what's <laughs> going on? But also, no heartbeat. So, but he's clearly alive. So why are you putting the paddles on him? He's right. moving. I would be like, oh, there's something wrong with our machine because clearly this person is alive. Thank you. And it, like, <laughs> that whole scene was comedy. Chaotic. <laughs> um... Okay, so we're just kind of jumping around. We are, but, sorry. Well, I, but I'm it's fine. It's fine. Back in the organized moment. Okay. Are we organized? No, um, it's never been a thing for us. Um, also, okay, so the way that they just announced, like, we see this old man. We see him sick some dogs on these kids. Pure evil. Mm-hmm. And then the next scene, dead. 
<laughs> they were like, they said, he's dead. <laughs> and that was just it. I was and like, then, really? Also, I really love the fact that like, like the subtle messages that Disney Channel tries to instill on the young while they're still young, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Our, like, our way to clock that he's evil, there's evil neighbor, is that he's speeding in the neighborhood. That's our, you know what I mean? That is our marker of this man. This mm-hmm. man ain't it, okay? He's evil. He also has, I also love the like, lighting that could not possibly exist in a house yes when they when they like go to his front door and like are trying to get the money for the newspaper also a newspaper boy a paper boy that you pay oh my gosh cute the 90s were a different time different time (laughs) but like they're trying to get the money from him and then it's it's completely dark in his house but there's a light that could not exist above his head that is just illuminating him directly on top of his head. I was like, what kind of lighting? Right. What kind of We don't crazy? need to know. That's evil lighting. That's how we know. <laughs> and then also, I think this is something that Disney Channel movies, like this is what always gets me, is Americans, like we love dogs so much. But as soon as in any film they're like, this dog is evil, we're like, yes, evil yes. dog. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, mm-hmm. that yes. one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one, evil dog. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> and the, the other crazy thing was like, I don't know, maybe I just haven't watched like a do- a movie that has a live animal in it in a long time, but they used a real dog. They used like a real dog to chase after those kids. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. That just question. really, it's not a question. It's just like, I was like, kind of like shocked at like, that they found a dog that looked and like, I don't know. I think I was just thinking about like, how did they make that dog behave so mean? Like, honestly, they were probably just shaking treats at him from the other side of the kids. And said, bark. You know what I mean? Like, it's a trained dog. You know what I mean? They were yeah. probably like, come here, little Billy. Like, so it was like actually a really nice, like, blonde woman with bangs shaking treats, like, in front of the kids. Not a blonde woman with bangs. Listen, picture it in your head. We're shaking treats. <laughs> I guess it literally, I think that every animal that I've seen in a movie in recent years is CGI'd. I see what you mean. When, it, when it's like an evil mm-hmm. animal. It's been a CGI animal. Yeah. So I feel like that's why I was like truly shocked to see a real dog having to be evil on screen. I, I, I like, mean, Whoa. and honestly, the Ooh. dog only read evil because of all the sound effects behind it. That's like, true. You know what that's I mean? True. I bet if you played that on mute, it's just the dog like running like. <laughs> oh, you can't yeah. actually. You probably can't hear that actually. I don't know why I did that. I heard it. Oh, okay, listen. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? You breathe right know. into the mic. <laughs> Oh, we're um, not high, I promise. We're not. Um uh so <laughs> my no it like is why mummy come alive? <laughs> why mummy come alive? I don't know. Uh and then they explained that it was because of a full moon and they had disrupted the the sarcophagus when they broke in and it and it fell out. Interesting. But then, because- but then my thing is like Sorry, you can continue. Because I thought that it was later explained that it was actually the man, like the neighbor who brought it back to life, maybe? I think he wanted to, but couldn't figure out how to do it. Oh, okay. And I think that that's why he kept it in in his basement for so long, because he'd been trying to figure out how to do it. Right. And the kids did it, and now he wanted... Now the mummy was going to be really valuable to him, but it also didn't make sense because the mummy was going to disappear at midnight. Right. So like, how was he going to be valuable? Right. 
this man didn't know what he was doing. He really or the writers did. didn't know what yeah. <laughs> the writers didn't know what yeah. they were doing. But okay. <laughs> you would think he knows that he can make him alive, which means he knows the lore yeah. about mummies. Hold on. Look at you poking holes. I was poking holes left and right. <laughs> my nose? My nose? <laughs> my notes. <laughs> My notes were just me poking holes left and right. All of my questions. Wow. Okay, yeah. Listen, I'm willing to suspend my disbelief on why mummy come alive because that was an essential part of the movie. Okay? Yes, yes, yes. So. We'll suspend our disbelief on that one. (laughs) Oh, my God. The original smartwatch. Just have to make that. Oh, my God. That was adorable. It's a planner. It's a calendar. It's a clock. It's a this, it's a that. Right. I was like, that's and, the original. And I was like, do you think that Disney also was selling that watch? Like, if you buy, Ooh. you know what I mean? Like, do you think it was like a marketing thing? I wonder if attached? it was. <gasps> if only we could go back in time and see. But yeah, and I really liked that entire evil mummy sequence. Yeah. You know what I mean? One thing I do wish is that this kid, I wish this kid was acting blinder without his glasses because then just abandon the glasses. Right. Because right. he could see perfectly fine. He could see perfectly, perfectly fine. fine. There were multiple scenes where this kid did not have his glasses on. Yes. And that I said, whole dance oh, didn't have his glasses on. These are just costume glasses? <laughs> wow. But yeah, no, like, um, I think that, and you know he wasn't wearing no contacts. But yeah, I, I really liked um the, like, we think this mummy is trying to eat us sequence. I thought that was so well done. Like the mm-hmm. way the house noises were, how cluttered it was, the lighting. It was just so smartly done. Yes. Agreed. Agreed. The only thing I have to say is that there were certain points where I was like, I need these kids to be more scared. Because if a mummy, a mummy, a mummy, if a mummy had just appeared in a house that I was in and was coming after me, the way you couldn't catch me Mm-mm. trying to run from room to I would have been booking it. You would have seen the back of me. Thank okay? you. Nobody would have ever seen the front. <laughs> <laughs> Not a single soul would have seen that front. I would have left my friends. <laughs> but those but other than that, I think that it was really, really well done. Um <laughs> I still can't get over the fact that when, like, for anyone who hasn't seen this movie, let me describe this scene for you, okay? These kids run to a door that they realize doesn't open to any other room, and they're trapped by the mummy, right? The mummy's staring them down, and then the mummy looks at an open doorway and is like, oh, that's a toilet. And so the mummy... (laughs) The mummy saunters over to the, like, toilet while the kids are, like just kind of standing still like waiting for the mummy to be done in the bathroom and then after like oh too long of a time two of them are like okay let's get out of here and the third one the girl goes first right and then the main boy i'm calling him the main boy marshall marshall um marshall goes next and then gilbert Mm -hmm. gilbert tries to go and the mummy grabs him right but i was like no, not y'all waiting for this mu- Is there some code? <laughs> like, is there a bathroom code? Do you need to go potty? Like, why? Girl, I would have been shell-shocked, too. I feel like I would have been like, what the fuck is happening? Not this is it, first of all. No, but, but you still wouldn't have never seen my front. 
That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. All right. That's what I be saying. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um. Uh. <clears throat> so after that all happens, they go home. Or actually, so the 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 mummy gives Gilbert back his glasses. Um, they realize he's a good mummy for some reason. Marshall can communicate with him and understand him. And they all go home. And they're like, we'll see you tomorrow. Yeah. Amazing. And for some reason, this mummy can also fully understand English. Right. This mummy's from Egypt. Why does he understand English? Why does he start to speak English That's at the end? Like towards the, he starts to speak. He says, oh, and um, like, see? Be fine. Oh, okay. But like, yeah, and yeah, weird, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And I was like, why is he speaking English? Why is he speaking? Right, right, <laughs> right, right, right. Period. But, um, but, um, after that, they, they wake up the next day. They realize the house is like, has been cleared out for showing because Amy's mom is the realtor for the house of the supposedly dead old man. Um, and we see, we then get our sequence in where it turns into a really silly movie where the mummy is just walking around town <laughs> and nobody is saying shit to him. People aren't even seeing him. And that was like the really comical yes. aspect of it. He went to this drive-thru and was just like all, oh, first of all, not a single other car came through this drive-thru. He's just at that drive-thru thing, knocking on it, like, oh, breathing into it like that. <laughs> And then this black woman who is queen of my world yes. <laughs> is like taking his order because she's amazing and can understand anything through that Thank stupid you. little box, which was hilarious. Mm-hmm. And she says, I kid you not, this man ordered, she thinks he ordered two double cheeseburgers and a, a, <laughs> a, a, a large drink and then a shake or something like that. And she says, so your total will be three seventy four. I said only in the 90s. I said, hold on, what? What? He ordered two cheeseburgers, fries, and a large shake. That was it. Fries and a large shake. (laughs) 374? I don't even think that existed in the 90s. It couldn't have. No. And then if it it did exist, that drive-thru lines would have been bumping, bumping. All right? Bumping, bumping, bumping. Okay? In fact, in fact, they would not have even had one second to breathe. Facts. <laughs> I had to. I. I kid you not. I reround that so many times because I was like, "Did this girl just say three seventy four? It didn't. Make I rewound sense. it at least three times. Like, I, like I literally knew exactly what you were about to say because I said that don't make no sense. <laughs> that don't make no sense. I see. I see. I'm not understanding. This and then she said. didn't see him when he walked by the window and grabbed the drink and kept walking. She just didn't see him. She was she turned didn't... around to get the rest of his order. Yes, but he's a mummy. He don't walk fast. He, he, you okay, uh-uh, you're you lying. You're lying because that mummy was moving hella fast. But she still could have looked to her left and seen him walking away. Okay, that's fair. Where was he walking into? The desert? Like, a forest? I don't know. I think he just walked into the street. <laughs> and then, like, and then it goes to the little boy who sees him, and <laughs> the little boy goes, Mommy, that man is so ugly. <laughs> <laughs> his mom tells him people are special i was like honey what <laughs> is that how we're explaining that to children oh my gosh <laughs> <laughs> sorry that was so chaotic and the little kid goes well i guess that man is extra special <laughs> and his mom doesn't turn around not once, not once to see who he's talking about this woman could have been killed 
Also, I love that black people exist in this movie, but only as bit side characters. Side characters, yes. And every single side character we encountered was black. The couple in the that was seeing the house, yes. black. In fact, that like, that when son, that moment black. happened and they didn't say anything at all, I was like, is this what's going to happen? The only black people in this movie are going to not say a word. But, like, luckily that was not the case. Yeah. And I... I, I did want to say something about, like, the importance of having characters of color in a world like that, where the story is remeeting this creature that is other. You know what I mean? Because when mm-hmm. if all the characters in this world were white, then it would kind of become, like, an allegory on race, sort of. Yes. You know what I mean? And so, like, while the ideal <clears throat> would have been to have um, people of color be, like, one of the kids or, like, you know, someone in their greater world you know what i mean Mm -hmm. that would have been preferable but i was glad that we did see people of color within the world period yes yeah agreed um so the next i have my next page is just full of questions okay i'm here i'm here i don't have answers but i'm here so he goes to the he eventually goes to the hospital because he sees like a person in a wheelchair who's wrapped up and he's like mummies yes and goes to the hospital his his bandage gets wrapped or no gets tra- trapped in like the door or something yes. and then he starts to unravel but how is he unraveling the the dude's not spinning that's what i'm saying he's it's just coming off the back of him that's what i'm saying and i was like that doesn't make any kind of sense look look but listen. disney channel magic and here's We're the thing too it. as it was happening i was like that don't make sense but it didn't actually bother me you know what i mean i was like it's not, you know, I don't care. You know, I don't it's care. fine. But then the funny, the really, this is the, this was like comedy. This was giving us so much comedy. The, the doctors come back and realize that they're missing a burn victim, see the mummy and then say, that's our burn victim. No, 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 no. They didn't think they were missing a burn victim. They just saw this man wrapped head to toe in gauze and assumed he was a ga- uh, burn victim oh, that was trying okay. to treat himself. Oh, you know okay. what I mean? Because someone says something about the smell and then they were like, oh, he's trying. To, you know what I mean? I see now. Because I was like, they really lost a whole ass burn victim. <laughs> and I was like, wow, comedy. <laughs> but still, also still comedy. Also still so, com- The fuck, they, they kept like using the paddles on him. On a clearly alive Sir, being. He's moving. He's fine. All right. He's literally screaming. What he do you mean? He just has a little teeny tiny horn. All right. <laughs> Right. Your machine's broken. That's what okay. I'm saying. Um, And he also gets on a, when he's like leaving, I think he gets on a skateboard. Like once he escapes the hospital. Yes. I think he gets on a skateboard of some kind. And I was like, look, the amount of like work that it takes to stay on top of a skateboard. Look, we're suspending our We're suspending it all. All right. <laughs> I feel like this whole, this entire podcast would just be suspending we are changing our name our change right our name is now suspending the disbelief um so then my other my last question on this page is what in the world she sleeps in the nude how old are they and why is she like this like i don't even care that she sleeps in the nude like live your life sis like you know what i mean right if that's how you're comfortable but i just don't like that the movie made a thing of it 
I just don't like that they only gave her those like types Thank of you. lines. Yes. Like it's weird to make the the girl say all of the random sexual things. These were real kids. So like they were probably like a maximum of 12 when this came out. I right. don't know. Like it was just so odd to me that they kept doing that. And specifically the sleep in the nude thing also because like I like I just don't think most teenagers were sleeping in the nude. I mean, Pre-teens. listen, I no I wasn't in anybody else's bedroom of mine cuz my parents never let me sleep over at other people's house. You know, um, people. <laughs> because our parents didn't love us and didn't let us have sleepovers. Um <laughs> but like I, I'm not even doubting that like preteens and teenagers sleep in the nude sometimes because honestly like some people like everybody's body temperature is different you know what i mean and so yeah. if you figure that out young good on you i just didn't like the movie framing it into something sexual because like the boys were like oh like you know what i mean mm-hmm. and yes they were also children but i just didn't like that those types of ideas were only happening to her mm-hmm. you know like mm-hmm. why was she already an object for like these skeevy. boys very yeah, skeevy. like it was just odd i don't i don't um, like that we ain't like that shit and um so then we get to it's nighttime again they find or they found him after the hospital thing and then he escapes yet again and goes to the museum oh yes and he sees his love of his life and that is where we get our romance, romance. element brought in and <laughs> it was truly like gosh i can't believe i didn't watch this <laughs> I was just like, wait, I love everything about this. I love the, um, that he has his little, he has his little lady and that it was a secret. Wait. Oh, that was the other part because that, that's where they brought in celibate. Yes. And I was like, celibate, we're talking about celibacy in a Disney Channel original movie? The very first. They said, they said never again. They said, (laughs) we love this idea. So let's keep this idea. And we never mention any type of sex or anything ever again. Well, no, they mentioned that he's celibate again. No, no, no. I mean, like, in terms of Disney Channel original Mm -hmm. movies in general, they were like, look, look, we like this. But can we get rid of any guns yes. and any sex and yes. any future decomps, please? I Thank feel you. like this was the test one. This, yes. Like, I wonder if they got complaints from, like, I wonder what it was Ooh, that yeah. made them, like, tone it down. They to- <laughs> because this one was the experiment. They said, let's, really go full, let's go full throttle. I said, why, when I... When I said, <laughs> I wish you could see this note. It really is celibacy underlined multiple times, lots of question marks. And then the fact that she translates it as no chicks was also a lot of question marks. And then I said, why am I shocked? I was like so <laughs> shocked about the, the even the mention of the word celibate. I was just like, wait, what am I? This is a decom, right? Like it was so shocking. Um, and then, but it was also weird. That they could just walk into the museum. And then only afterwards did I realize that, uh, what did they name him? Oh, uh, Harold. Harold had, uh, broken down the door first. Mm-hmm. So that's why they'd known he was in there and like, blah, blah, blah. But whatever. They realized that he wants to get back to his sweet woman, but he can only do that if he goes back to being a mummy. Mm-hmm. And then through after like through all of this, we are, we find out that the neighbor who we think is dead is actually alive. Yes, and that he's faked his death to 
Well, we find out later why he faked his death, but... Yeah, we find out that he's faked his death. No, we find that out, like, we sort of find it out a little bit earlier because her mom says something about how the IRS repossessed all of his property to pay his back taxes. Oh, right, right, right. You know, that that's why the house was so empty. Right. And... So, like, later on when he was like, oh, yeah, so I have to fake my death to get away from the IRS. I was like, okay, sir, just go to jail for a bit. They don't even put you in there for that long. And they feed you. You won't be be accumulating more taxes in jail. Just go for a little bit, all right? (laughs) He said, no, I'm just going to fake my death. Cool. Okay, thanks. Bye. Um, Um. (laughs) Yeah, so we find out that he, like, has now recruited goons. Right? And so he and his goons are trying to retrieve the mummy so that he can sell the mummy. So, like, this is now, like, this is now when we're kind of getting into the heist portion mm-hmm. of this film, movie. Yeah. I'm sorry, it's not a film, it's a movie. <laughs> Corrected yourself so quick. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, all right? We, I have to be consistent about something. And this is, right. this is the one. <laughs> Um, yeah, so this is kind of when we get into the heist portion of this movie. And this movie does the thing that I love the most. Anytime, anytime it's a monster movie, I love when there's Halloween. I love it. I love when there's Halloween in a monster movie. It's the (laughs) best. Like, what more can a girl ask for? (laughs) Like, he can just be himself in this Halloween party. He really can. And a lot of people look just like him. Thank you. And it's great. And mm-hmm. I loved it. And then um, <laughs> the other bit of comedy gold is when the woman starts to unwrap him, screams, and then the goons who are going straight for him start to get trampled by everyone who is trying to get away from the ugly man. <laughs> exactly. Yes. From the special I, man, you mean. From the special man. Yes. Very um, special man. Yeah. Yeah. And then I also just really love the thing of like at the Halloween party when the woman is flirting with him. And um, the kid goes, oh, yes. he's celibate. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was great. That really sent to me. He's celibate. <laughs> that really sent me. Uh, yeah. And then the woman's like, um, the other woman is like, that's my husband. And then, like right after the kid goes, he's celibate. I'm sorry. I was really crying. <laughs> that was a great scene. But then my other favorite part was that, because this didn't make, the math did not add up on this one. The woman says, well, if that's your husband, then like, she, cause she just thought it was her date. And so she's like, well, if that's your husband, she doesn't say like this, like, uh, it, it was, sorry. But she I'm didn't even think that, he, she didn't even think that he was her date. She, she just thought that there could be someone cute under the mummy. Like that is the worst person no. to get on. No, she thought she had come to the dance with somebody and he had walked away from her. And so when she found him again, she thought that that was her date. And so the weird math that wasn't adding up is that when the woman says that that's her husband and then the woman's actual husband shows up, she's like, well, if that's not your husband, then who is that? I'm like, you thought it was your date. (laughs) You you thought, remember when we thought that that was your date? That's so (laughs) funny. Like, why did you jump to this conclusion that it couldn't, it also couldn't be your date? That's so funny. It was so weird. Um, And that's when she starts to unwrap him. (laughs) And I was like, wait, I don't think that that checks out. But anyway, he is eventually captured by the goons and brought back. And then the kids have to get back in touch with Bruce, the owner of the 
Who we didn't even horror talk about? shop. We like briefly mentioned him. He's a, he we? owns a horror shop. I remember saying he owned a horror slash magic shop or something like that at the beginning. I really don't even remember us mentioning Bruce at all. <laughs> that's how. That's how they introduce him right at the beginning. Whenever they're like, "Tell us about mummies," and then like, and then he was like, "What?" Do you have a mummy? Oh, also, I really loved, like, the first time we meet Bruce, the very self-aware moment, you know what I mean? Where he says something evil and he hits, like, the lightning. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes, I did like that a lot. Very, very And then he was like, you, he was like, oh, you guys, I made a note about it. He was like, oh, you guys seem really jumpy today. Is everything okay? I said, boo, you just did that to scare them. Literally. So they are jumpy. Yes. Like, I don't know what you, if, I don't know what you wanted. <laughs> You got what you wanted and you're still sitting here acting like they're the weird ones. <laughs> Not you changing the lighting. Right. I mean, and having seem... a button that makes those sounds go off Thank too, you. right? Okay. That's Bruce. not what's your all. But they they link back up with Bruce so that they can do a heist to get Her- Harold back from the goons. Um, and... Yeah, they that, that that they go there. He get he's he owns a hearse. He drives around in a hearse. Yes, that is filled to the brim with fake random bodies, bodies and parts, random yeah. things. Like I don't know. Um, and like so they, truthfully, <laughs> there wasn't going to be space for Harold in that hearse. Let's be honest. No. Let's look within ourselves for the sarcophagus and Harold. Um, let's look and then, within ourselves. Let's just look within ourselves. We're not we're not breaking the disbelief on that one. Um or suspending the disbelief. <laughs> we're not suspending I'm just kidding. We will suspend but, the disbelief on that one. But Gilbert, this was I loved that moment where he said, I'm afraid. And I'm just not gonna go in that building. Yes. Because the whole movie, a lot of my notes was like, does Gilbert know he can just leave? <laughs> yeah, he tried to. There were a couple <laughs> times. Where, no, there was the one time, like before they even really got into the thick of it, when Marshall, is that the OG kid's name? Yeah. Was mm-hmm. talking all kind of noise, and Gilbert was like, but why? <laughs> <laughs> Gilbert said, leave me out of it, and then continued to keep coming. That's true. And, and then that, I. That, re- <sighs> That's why I was like, does he know he can just leave? Does he know he doesn't have to accompany them on every single adventure? Does he know that? And then he said, I'm not going in this time. And I said, he does know that. <laughs> yes. And then I really love that everybody was supportive. Everyone said, yes. yeah, Gilbert, we, we get it. Like, he said it's okay. And no. he said it so, that touched me. He yes. was like so genuine about it. He, it sounded so creepy. Like, why did I love that? No passive aggressive nonsense, no guilting, just like, that's okay. It's okay. You don't have to, and that's fine. That's the kind of role modeling we needed growing up, you know. Truly. Um, So I love that he did that, and then um, they're just in there doing their hijinks. Bruce gets, they, they like, they, sorry, they take out a guard. Because by getting Amy to like fake that her eye got hurt somehow, and That's I said, "Doesn't this was awful?" It was awful, but also doesn't this guard at this point know to be look on the lookout for children? So if any child walked up to me, I don't give a shit if her eye is out of her head or not. <laughs> I would have been like, "You're coming with me," right? <laughs> but he was like, "Oh my god, are you okay?" I was like, "This is a child." At a random factory that's miles from the main city. She's there for a reason. Yes. <laughs> and he just got knocked out. And then Bruce doing the body slam. I was like, why are we doing this? Bruce? Right. Why are we doing this? I said, um, he's already knocked out. You don't have to murder the man. 
um uh yeah they do their little hijinks the bruce gets trapped on a thing on like a on a pipe yeah and it swings down like truthfully they there was nothing caught. really that remarkable about the heist you know it was Mm-mm. pretty standard heist stuff heisting yes. and <laughs> and like when they thought they were trapped gilbert saves them out of the blue he conquers his fear and he literally drives them. into a building. Yes, which also that I was like, first of all, how did you, you know where you were, number one? Where right. they were, number one. Number two, how did you know you weren't going to be hitting your friends? Right. Listen, little children, if you're listening to this, first of all, don't. Because we be cussing. <laughs> we be saying words like celibate. <laughs> but also, if you're in a situation, do not drive into a building. That's how Princess Diana died. All right? Ooh, Girl! She didn't drive into a building. Well, she didn't. The bodyguard did. did into a pillar. He didn't drive into a building though. It was in a tunnel. They just into a pillar in a though. Yeah, into a pillar oh, is okay. what I mean. Like it's like not <laughs> it's a like, building. What? Into a pillar. Child. Um, um. So he he does that. The car is is unscathed. Um. After he drives into the building, it seems like they're still not going to get away, and then. First part of the building collapses onto the goons and Mr. Whatever the old man's name is. And then the old man gets up yet again after being crumbled, should have been crumbled by these things that fell on top of him. And that's another point. A lot of things that happen in this movie where people should be dead. When the mummy launches Marshall into the air over that tall ass, like, gate thing. Legs broken. Legs broken. Body broken. Why is he alive? Um, but yeah, lots of things happen like that. And that's when he brings out the gun. And that's when I got, I was like, oh, whoa, this, this is a different movie. Right. This is a different movie. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh. And then um, everyone is saved. Uh, they return uh, Harold to his wife, his secret lover woman. And, um, he gets back into, she comes alive, which is something that doesn't make sense to me. That scene, listen, look, I get it. Does that scene make sense? I don't know. Honestly, I wasn't even sure what was going on there, but it was too long. It was too long. It was too long. I was like. It was too long. And it, it simply did not make sense. Because if the lore is that they have to be back in their sarcophagus by midnight on Halloween, then why close to midnight on Halloween did she wake up? She had two minutes to get back in that. Like two minutes before she was going to turn into dust. I also just fundamentally was confused as to why it was better for him to remain a mummy than to turn into dust. But that's just me. We're suspending the disbelief. Maybe it's Um, like an afterlife. I don't know. I don't know. I don't because, know. you know, their little necklaces glowed and stuff. <clears throat> that has to That's mean true. something, right? And then they kept the necklaces. The kids kept the necklaces. The kids did? Yes, they took the necklaces. <laughs> I don't know anymore. Marshall had the necklace at the end of the movie when he was cleaning out his room, which also, why the hell would a mom let their kid's room look like that? Listen, uh-uh, I disagree The with 90s that were a different yes, time. Yes, thank you. Um, And then... Also, to sorry. see where her, the mom was like, Clean up in here. It's a little stinky. Mm-hmm. Wild. But mm-hmm. also, it's like, how could you not tell that this giant, the smell 
was coming from the giant thing in front of you. Yes. And that the giant thing in front of you moved multiple times. Multiple times. Within you looking away and back to it. Multiple had times. Po- had changed position multiple times. Um, and then I just, my last note is, <clears throat> my last two notes are, I love mummy boobies. Because the girl mummy had mummy boobies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I said, I legit don't care about this love story. And the love story I am talking about is the supposed love story that they were trying to make happen between Amy and Marshall. Did not care for it. Nope. Did not care for it and didn't need the whole scene at the end of them kind of going on a date, but then not because yeah, Gilbert joined them. I and then they just resorted back to Adam. They were just resorted back to acting like friends. And I had to say thank you to the director because the director also knew that we didn't care about the love story. We just just wanted them to be kids. JK. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And that is the entirety of Under Rats. Well, well, um, I'm so glad that was our first one, honestly. Me too. A good time. I'm honestly just shocked that at how much I enjoyed it. Like it held up. Yeah. It really held up. Yeah. When Eggie gets old enough, I might uh, show her this one. You know, when she's 12. She loves horror movies. She loves does she? Movies. Good she for does. her. She's just like us. Good for her. Um, yeah, so now is the moment where we normally talk about the cast. But seeing as how this is the first Disney Channel original movie, I think we're going to do a bit of a where are they now? Yeah. <laughs> because... Uh-huh. Um, some of these kids I recognized, and I was trying to figure out where I recognized them from. Um, and then some, or not even just the kids, some of the people in the movie. Um, so I just kind of wanted to go, in, go into that and see see where these kids are today. Um, so the first person that we will be looking at is Amy, played by Clara Bryant. Um, so she is currently... A lawyer. Aww. Yep. She went to law school. She's best known for under wraps. And get this, another movie that we will be watching. True Walker in True Confessions. Do you remember that movie? No. Girl. Ooh, girl, we're gonna watch that one eventually. Okay. (laughs) And that one, that one makes me cry. Oh God, thinking about that movie makes me cry. There's like a scene. There's a scene in it. I remember watching this with my family, True's Confession or True True Confessions. Um, I think it's based on a book because I read the book after when I realized that the movie had been based on a book. And it was just so good. And it has Shia LaBeouf, like young Shia LaBeouf in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, he's kind of a shitty person now, but we'll suspend our disbelief about that too when we get to it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're already um, giving our money to the House of Mouse, so. Right. So that she's she was in True Confessions, but today she is a lawyer in Atlanta, Georgia. Wow! And amazing. she actually retired from acting in two thousand and eight, and then wow. went to law school. Mm-hmm. Wow! Amazing! Isn't that crazy. She um, did like six movies. The next person we're gonna talk about is Adam Wiley. Um, he plays Gilbert, and he be working. All right, he oh, be he? working. Like he he has one hundred and forty nine credits on IMDb. Holy moly! Yes, and like he got he was on Broadway. Um, he, he was like working, working. Yeah, he really be working, and that's just on IMDb. So like that doesn't include like voiceover work. That doesn't include his stage work. Um, some notable things that like we 
he's he was in Phineas and Ferb at one point, so that's oh. timely because that's gonna be our next one. He was on Home Improvement. He's a voice actor for a lot of things. Like wow, he be working, you know, and he's still working. Wow. So he really is good for him. Yeah, but also we have to read what IMDb or, or not IMDb Wikipedia lists him as. <laughs> he has many a profession. <laughs> I just love that it says American actor, voice actor, musical performer, magician, singer, and former former Crayola spokesman. Yes, former Crayola <laughs> spokesman. That sent me. That was so. I funny. love that. <laughs> Um. Wow. And he was also in Veronica Mars. Isn't that wild? <gasps> Stop. Ross. As what? As um, what? I don't remember now. Hold on. Oh God. Let me see. When was Veronica Mars? It was like in the early two thousands. Like yeah. 90s. Um. Veronica Mars. I see you, Phineas and Ferb. Where are you, Veronica Mars? Uh, 2004. Oh, he was only in one episode. I thought yeah, he was like he wasn't character. like a. No, no, no. Oh, he was also like wow. He really w- this kid. He be it's working. Not even a kid. He's not grown. Even a kid. He's grown. He's ten years older than me. <laughs> um. Wow. So that's amazing. Mm-hmm. The next person that I'll be talking about is. Uh, <laughs> Mario Yadidia. Yadidia. That's how I'm going to say it. Um, I, I was knew, getting a I very... This kid. Sorry, oh. I was... Get, just really quickly. I was getting a very Frankie Muniz vibe from him. I see in this that. movie. I see that. I think he kind of did. They both have like those big eyes mm-hmm. that look kind of like they have eyeliner under it because they have such dark eyelashes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also the precociousness. Yeah. I was trying to figure out where I knew him from, this kid. Like the whole time I was like, why does this kid look familiar? Why does this kid look familiar and then i realized that he was in the movie jack the the um the robin williams classic jack which is about a kid who grows up really he has like um he has like a disease or something that makes him age really fast Mm -hmm. so he like turns into um into robin williams by the time he's in the fifth grade he looks like a grown grown man and then robin williams has to, um, you know, go to school mm-hmm. with, like, kids. Um, and that movie also made me cry when I was a kid. <laughs> so um, these kids are just in movies that make me cry. Yes, and, that's their specialty. Um, that is clearly their specialty. But essentially, after he did this movie, he did just one other movie and then retired. Wow. Like, he really said, I'm done. That's it. Um. And he went on, he went to Columbia University and then he's a, and now he's a political coordinator at San Francisco Rising. Oh, wow. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. He really just left the world. Good for him. He was also in James and the Giant Peach. Oh, yeah. That's something else that I meant to mention about Adam Wiley is he did a significant amount of work before this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, like he was in Child's Play He was in, like, um, Home Improvement. Oh, my gosh. Wait, Child's Play? Like, the horror movie Child's Mm -hmm. Play? Yeah. (gasps) Yeah, so he was, like, working before. Like, now I'm, like, I bet he's not 12 or 13. He has to be, like, older than that because if he was in Child's Play in 1990 and this movie wasn't until 1997, like, he's been working since Seinfeld. He was was born in 1984. Oh, wow. And this was 19. He was, like, 11. Oh, wait, no, you're right. (laughs) 
I forgot way, that it was 19, 1997. Um, yes. So. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my next person is Bill Farbacca. Farbach? Fagerbach. 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 I, I, or I, I missed. I misplaced a thing. <laughs> Bill Fagerbach. Okay. That's it. Fagerbach. And listen, he's most well known as being Patrick in SpongeBob SquarePants universe. Like, <laughs> does he still play Patrick? Like to this day? Yes. Patrick. Nineteen ninety nine. Shut up. Twenty twenty. According to IMDb. he also played Ted. He was Marshall's stepfather. As yes. Well in the like movie. this man. This man also be working. He, he be, be working. Listen, he be working. All right. Like every single SpongeBob thing that has ever existed, he was in. Okay. Wow. Um. He has been in like um like you said, um. How I Met Your Mother. He's been in Blackish. He's been in um, Mom. That show with um, what's her Anna, name? Anna oh, Kendrick Anna. and not Anna no, Kendrick. Anna Faris. Anna, that's it. Faris. And um, Alice and Janney. Um, he was. He's just been in so many things. Like yeah, the, that's crazy. Grey's Anatomy, Jennifer's Body, like Kim Possible. Like a lot of his work is voice acting for sure. So it's like, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> Just speaking of a few things that we will be getting into, Kim Possible. Right. When he said that, um, in the movie, when he said that, oh, you're just too nice. You need to, like, not be. He just needs tell Ted that he needs to, like, not be so nice. And I was, like, now putting that together, I'm, like, he played Spun, not SpongeBob. He played Patrick. Mm-hmm. Like, Patrick is, like, stupidly nice. Yeah. And stupid. So. And, yeah, I mean, obviously he also plays so many other characters in the Spongebob universe because they all voice multiple oh, yes, people. That, but, like, yeah, like literally sense. a bill, like, the, 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 the list is thick. So, yeah, he's just a fantastic voice actor. Okay. Um, and last but not least, um, I'll be talking about Ed Louder, who played Mr. Kubot, the main antagonist of the film. The evil man who I was like, I feel like I know this man from somewhere. And it's because he was in everything. Um, <laughs> this man, um, unfortunately, he passed away in 2013 at the age of 74 from mesothelioma, um, which he got because he was born in like the in the late 30s. And he worked on a lot of movie sets, which at the time used asbestos. Oh, no. For, mm-hmm, for like snow. That's how they used to make snow in, what? yes, in old films with asbestos. Yes. I... So when he when he died of mesothelioma, his family sued the, the movie studios that he Good. used to for, that it exposed him. Mm-hmm. That's insane. But this man was in, like, had such a crazy long career, um, was working until... Until he passed, like literally 2013, when he passed, he was on Shameless and The Office. Yeah. I remember him as the dad from Not Another Teen Movie. Oh, yes, yes. That is probably the first thing I remember him from. But I also had seen him. I mean, the coach. He's not the dad. He's the coach. Because the dad is what's his name? What's his name? I don't know his name. Um, carry on. I'll remember this man's okay. <laughs> um, but he was, yeah, Murder She Wrote, um, Star Trek, X Files. I was such a big X Files fan, even though it scared the shit out of me as a kid. Um, and Highlander, 
Oh my gosh. Wow. So many ER. So many things. Yeah. Law and Order. NYPD Blue. Cold Case. Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> Psych! Oh my god. Right, he was Deputy Commissioner mm-hmm. Ed Dijkstra. Yeah, yeah. Wow, so many things. So many things. This man was like iconic. And here he was being in a Disney Channel original movie. Oh. Like he was iconic before. Like he had been iconic since the since the um since like the 70s or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, since the 70s. He just has one of those faces too. As soon as you see it, you know you've seen him in things. Yeah. He has like over 200 credits on IMDb. Like, yeah. he'd be working. He really was. Um, also, peace, did the woman who played Amy, was she also on Buffy the Vampire Slayer? Wait, she might have been. I don't know. I don't remember her in I Buffy. I feel like I remember her in the last season with all of those potential Slayers. No, it just says the last thing she did was bone eater. In Are you sure? What's her name? Um, Clara Bryant. Clara Bryant Buffy. Hmm. No, she wasn't Buffy the Vampire Slayer. She was. Yeah. Oh shoot. Girl, you really had a face for that. Like, I was like, her face looks so familiar. Oh, wow. She really was. Um, well, the, her Wikipedia page needs to get updated because they didn't list that at all. Disrespectful. That's the only one that they don't, I bet. Yeah, they didn't list that. Weird. And she was really there for a whole season. So they She was. Her. They really played her. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, but let's get to our... Ratings. Okay. So, Ty, well, I'm going to say that you're going to give this movie a 3.5. Yes. And I have to say, this these are Disney Channel original movies, so these shits are probably never getting fives. <laughs> They're probably never getting fives. No, uh-uh. So, Let essentially, now, it's I'll tell out you of, now, like... <laughs> the Kim Possible movie will be getting a five from me. I'm, okay, I'm okay, reordaining okay. it. There are some things that might get fives, okay? Halloween Town, But very, very few will get fives, which means that the real scale for most of them is out of a four. Yes. <laughs> so, I couldn't give this a four <laughs> if that was, like, the real scale. So, it does have to be a 3.5 for me. It was just thoroughly enjoyable. It was a good kids movie that was at sometimes a little adult <laughs> and just I, I'm shocked at how much I liked it and how quickly I felt like that hour and a half really went by yeah and it was a full hour and a half they said we are going the full hour and a half because those credits in the beginning were they were lengthy oh you're right okay, but well. at the <laughs> end they said you don't need credits we don't need credit they said those rolled by so so quick. fast so fast. So fast, and it was just done. Yeah. Um. So yeah, 3.5 for me. <laughs> now, I'm going to guess that you are also going to give it a 3.5. I am. I am okay. also going to give it a 3.5 for the reasons that you mentioned. Most of these movies were really will not surpass a 4, because let's look within ourselves, okay? Let's ask ourselves <laughs> the important questions. And... Like, I was inclined to give it a four because I was very surprised at how good this first one was. But I think just, like, it just, the whole thing about this girl being over-sexualized just rubbed me the wrong way. And so I had to dock mm-hmm. it, like, mm-hmm. some points. But really, you know, for for that being the first one, they really did that. All right? <laughs> yes. They really did. You know what? 
claps. Proud of you, Disney Channel. That's why they said, let's do more. Let's yes. pump these shits out. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, wow, thank you did. all so much for joining us on our first Disney Channel podcast. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, join us next week as we watch the Phineas and Ferb movie, Candace versus the Universe. I think that's what it's called. I think that's what it's called, too. Yeah. I think you said it right. We won't check, though. We won't check. You know what we're talking about. <laughs> you it's know who we are. Like, right. It's and the then, one that came out last year, technically, because it's now 2021. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yeah, if anything comes out, post it. We'll have to figure out where in our schedule we're going to put it. So <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, join us next week for that. Um, and if you want to reach us, you can still follow us on our Instagram at Textual Deviants. And you can still email us at our email, which is at, which is textdeviance at gmail.com. Um, we will, we are still checking those and we will start to update those now that we have our new Disney deviance. Uh, look, so see you there and see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye.